Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. It's time for The Balcony, the show that spotlights independent artists from all over the United States and now the world. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Here you are, The Balcony. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Balcony. I'm your host, Dan Thatcher, and I'm here. It's freaking snowing. I know. I it's saw April that. 17th, and it's it freaking snowing. Andrew Chervak, by the way. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to start wrecking like weather people. You are in kind of like a funky mood today. It was 77 and gorgeous on Saturday, and then it's like freaking snowing. So are you pouting? No, I'm going to go pound some weather people <laughs> in the head. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyways, let's move on to the hashtag. Uh-oh. Okay, hashtag is blame it on the mice. Oh, here we go with the Wisconsin stuff again. No. Why is this always farm animals? Because it's this isn't a farm animal. <sighs> Anyways. It better not go where I think it's going to go. Are you ready? No, go ahead. You have no idea. Yes, I think I do. No, you don't. About 13,000 pounds of bud were supposed to be in storage, but a recent police inspection. Wait, bud as in <laughs> yep. Yahoo? Yeah. Okay, cool. Revealed that 1,000 pounds were missing, according to the Guardian. Uh, Jabber Specia, the city's former police commissioner, was ordered to explain the shortfall to a judge. Dude, that dude had a party in three quarters. He and three subordinates told the skeptical jurist the missing marijuana must have been eaten by mice. <laughs> oh, smack this guy up the head. Did he drive to work in a new Ferrari? <laughs> Experts, however, eaten by mice. This is good. That uh, theory up in smoke, saying rodents wouldn't confuse marijuana with food, and the off chance that they did, the mice likely would have died from the dope, and the investigators would have found the cannabis-laden corpses, according to yeah. But they US probably would have running really slow. They oh, slow mice. Listen. Um, I would have loved to have been in the room when... Like, I would have loved to have been the judge. The, the I'd ju- have tossed 75 books at this well, idiot. They they, they did. Uh, they did kind of like... I think they're, they're, going, they're coming to jury in May, May 4th. I think they have a date. But the thing of it is, is to be in front of the judge... <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Sorry, my dog ate my pot. Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. A thousand my, mice ate the pot. I mean, like... Do you realize how many mice would it would They would just be laying there after a, they ate it. But a thousand pounds? <laughs> it's not even like, you know, maybe you could get away with it. It was like, where? You know. So let me see. The mice unwrapped it. <laughs> yeah. Got into the, the <laughs> evidence vault, unwrapped it, and ate it, and weren't to be found. No. Do you think the damn mice could get out after chewing a thousand pounds of pot? Do you? I don't think people realize. You no, know, I'm going into law. I'm going to become a judge. <laughs> do you, That's it. I'm just going to look at him and just shut up. Life I mean, for you, because you're an idiot. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just like flabbergasted sometimes at at how ridiculous. But whose idea out of? Okay, no. But here's the dumbest part. Okay, <laughs> this was in a police station, so the police station has no surveillance, no video cameras. Where the thousand pounds of pot was that mice ate? It's not that small. That's what I'm saying. A thousand pounds? That's a lot of that's that's a lot of pot. Not that I would ever know anything about well, yeah. But you know, just saying. But sometimes things just happen. Yeah, uh-huh. Huh. <laughs> so uh anyways, let's get things started tonight with a young woman up from Canada. 
Great. We go from a pot story to a minor. <laughs> this is great. Here's the FAA is going to be, or FCA or FCC is going to be coming down our We'll just blame tuchuses. it on the mice. But yeah, the mice made us do it. Yeah. <laughs> we have gun Damn, Mickey. We have gun toting mice. See, up here. I knew that, that Disney was a stoner. You don't, they don't know about Pennsylvania mice. They, the mafiosa mice. The mafiosa mice? <laughs> So, Micey bag of donuts? Bag. Mickey bag of donuts? I, I love Micey bag of donuts. Oh my God. I think I'm going to get a t shirt. We should do Micey bag of donuts. Micey, de- Micey bag of donuts. With, with, with a thousand pound bag. <laughs> oh my Lord. All right. Well, let's get started with uh, Madison Muller. Got this way. Yeah, got this way. I got some pot, baby. Continue right on with this M thing. 
Yep. Yeah. Mousy bag of donuts. Mousy bag of donuts. <laughs> hey, I got some uh, some stuff for you. Eh? <laughs> We're gonna sell these T-shirts. I swear. Mousy bag of donuts. Mousy mousy bag, bag of donuts. Mickey bag of donuts. Nah, cause that's no. We might get in trouble. There. I know. Mickey bag of donuts. He could be like the official like like logo sponsor dude you for for the 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 Wembley Stadium. Micey bag and I like Micey better. All right, so we'll do Micey bag of donuts. I like. Mice He'll be. Bag what do they call that when they put like the little animal creature dude and he's like the 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 spokesperson? Oh or yeah, your uh logo person thing. Oh man, dude. talk about two brain farts in one. Well, I'm thinking about a thousand pounds of mice eating leading pot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, what's that called when you got a thing? We'll come back. To, oh, caricature. No, not the caricature. No, I know exactly what you're thinking. All right, about. we'll think about it in after through the break. And uh, here we are with me, myself, and I by Emily Noel. Thanks for joining us on The Balcony. Up next, we're going to have our first song of the evening from our interview, The Rewind. Shots fired. Take a listen.
And we have on the phone from Nebraska. Joshua they got lots of mice in Nebraska. <laughs> Joshua Decker. <gasps> hey, hey, how's it going? From the Rewind. From the Welcome. Rewind. Thanks for having me. Okay, we just to give you a little background so you know what we were talking about with the mice. Um, some police officers got caught stealing, stealing a thousand pounds of pot. And they blamed it on the mice. They said the mice broke in and ate it. <laughs> They they blamed it on the mice. Yes. I, I, what, yeah. I the mice broke in. The... the mice broke in to where they stored it and ate a thousand pounds of pot. That's why it disappeared. <laughs> oh my god! So there's some damn Those happy mice. mice in Nebraska. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> you know, I I can't say that I blame them, but uh. <laughs> Those mice wouldn't have gone anywhere. They would have belly up, going dude, and would have caught them. Yeah, so we've created the Mousios. The Mousiosa. Yeah, I can't say it. And we've got... Uh, An Italian mouse. M- yeah, mousy bag of donuts. Mousy bag of donuts. <laughs> he had some connections with the, with the underworld. Yeah, see. Selling, I like it. He was selling it to the rats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I haven't even God. drank today yet. <laughs> so anyways, our listeners just listened to your first song of the evening... Shots fired. Shots fired. Oh, that's that's like really. There weren't any shots fired when the mice ate the pot. No. <laughs> so seriously, tell us something about that that song because I really like it. Well, we, the, when we recorded our album back in May of last year, that was we recorded on May fifth, and we got that song written the week before, and I had no words to it, and so our drummer and I went to this little coffee house a couple of nights before we were scheduled to record, and we just we were thinking about what was topical at the moment and a lot of the protests were going on at the time so we thought okay we, we need a good like anthem we need a good protest song and though shots fired really isn't about one particular you know political event it definitely does have that sort of vibe to it and we tried to capture that in the in the with the heaviness and both with the lyrics too so wait, how um how old are you if you don't mind me asking. i'm tw- i'm 21 okay so these are young guys which is cool that's awesome that's awesome the fact that you're getting into what's going on in the country and please vote out these knuckleheads that are in there please yeah yeah no i we're i'm definitely me in particular i'm very politically active like i i used to volunteer on our mayor's campaign and stuff and so yeah you, I, 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 yeah i keep up on things good 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 so who are the other uh members in your band that didn't join us because like they're working <laughs> 
Ken. <laughs> well, we, we got uh, Alex Carroll as our lead guitar player, and I've been with him in band, uh, this band for six years. And uh, we got Brett Lau on drums and Pat Austin on bass. Very cool, very cool. So how long have you guys been a band in this formation? Uh, this lineup's been a band since about February of last year is when Pat joined us. And uh, right the, I, the first thing we said to Pat is, oh, by the way, hey, uh, welcome to the band. Uh, we just got signed to an indie label. Let's go record this album. So it was kind of uh, we threw him under the bus real quick. But yeah, nice. the, uh, Alex. Yeah, Alex and I have been together six years and uh, what became this band. Yeah. Did you like when he fell asleep in the studio, drawing his face with permanent markers? Unfortunately, he never fell asleep Damn in the it. studio, so the opportunity didn't present itself. But I'm definitely keeping that. That's the pocket. best thing to do. Let me tell you, not that I've ever <laughs> done that to any. Oh no! No. no. Did you do that to Anne? Is that what you're telling me? I've thought about it a couple times. <laughs> I, I see. I like this kid already. I told you. <laughs> see, Joshua. <laughs> So I, I think Andrew and I are going to get along there just fine. Yeah, I'm going to Nebraska on the tour then. That's it. There Let's do it. <laughs> on the Motley Who tour. So how did you Ooh. come up with the name The Rewind? Well, we were sitting around talking back when we got signed, and we thought, you know what, we really need a name that captures the vibe of our music. And we definitely are a band that's been influenced by 70s hard rock, bands like the Rolling Stones and the Who and Aerosmith. So we thought, you know what, The Rewind. It's a very simple name, but it's definitely, you know, our own take on what we're trying to do. So, yeah, I and I I feel like it just captures the essence of our music better than any name that we had on this huge 40-some name list that we had. So we became the Rewind, and we all loved it. That's the hardest. Finding a name sucks. That's the hardest oh, part of yeah. any band. You sit there yeah, for every... days going, what about Sonic person in the... No. What about the... <laughs> no, that's been taken. What about... Oh, we got one. No, oh, that website's taken. Never mind. Yeah, I know, I know. And we, we, we got lucky in that there was no other band that's been signed that's called the Rewind. So we were like, you know what? We need to take this and we got an LLC around the band and we bought the domain and everything. So and a we're, smart kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. We, we had to get all that done right a away. A kid just with business savvy. In the mu- I <laughs> love this kid. I'm going to adopt him too. I, I'm down. Go. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm why, sorry. where did you get your, I'm a cool <laughs> no, no, dad. No, no, you're fine. I'm a cool dad. I play Star Wars Monopoly and get my butt beat by yeah, a seven-year-old. But, <laughs> but anyways... <laughs> He always sends me to jail, little sucker. Um, so where did you, obviously you guys didn't grow up with that music per se because you weren't alive then. So how did, where did you get those influences from? Well, I remember when I was growing up, and you know, growing up in Nebraska, you're most likely to hook on to country right away. So that, I mean, I grew up with that. At some point, I found my dad and my mom's CD collection. There's bands like Bad Company and the Eagles and Steve Miller Band. And uh, I think there's Rush and Led Zeppelin and Eric Clapton there too. So I started really getting into that. And my first rock concert, it was 2000. 10, I was 13 years old and I saw Aerosmith and from that moment on I thought you know what that's that's it that's what very I gotta cool. do very cool that's funny because listen yeah. we were listening to your music right before the show because that's kind of what we do too we just like to set the stage for ourselves and we we make bets on who the influences mm-hmm. are and you know oh, yeah. both of our bands yeah and nailed it she's like I hear uh, Rush who, who, I oh, heard right, Rush yeah, every- I heard Boston <laughs> the, okay. the guitar yeah. tone reminds me a little bit of Boston but uh, Aerosmith I actually went to their Nine Lives CD release party in New York at the wow, Hammerstein Ballroom. Awesome. Yeah, it was quite the party. Let's just, yeah, I was literally three people back from uh, the band when they played like three songs off the album. So yeah, that's huge. really sweet. And I love that record too. Oh, it was really good. They had nine different rooms set up with nine different drinks and food and nine different women doing all sorts of cool stuff. <laughs> the yeah, I figured it, again. It's Aerosmith. Yeah, anything, anything that comes out of the mind of Steven Tyler is sure to be just They insane, had this girl, so. <laughs> yeah, in this black suit with a metal plate on the front. She had a drill with a grinder on and she was zapping the grinder off of her upper <laughs> yeah. echelons and there were sparks flying everywhere. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, my wife won't do that. I don't know why. I keep asking. She says Because no. she's sane! Oh, crap. Right. <laughs> yeah, that seems a little dangerous even for a... Uh... We got smoke detectors in a house. No. No? No, no. I would love to see the look on your son's face. We're we're so getting the... Listen, this pony has (laughs) exited the reservation, and it's on down the road. No, Tristan would want to do it. So so you got the influence from them. So where did it all kind of start that you said, hey, I really want to get serious about my music? Well, I mean, we've always had this idea that we could do something with it from a very young age. I I, I met Alex when I was 13 years old, and we just started jamming. And really, there, there were no limitations put on us in that 
we never had this conception that we wouldn't make it. It was just, oh yeah, I mean, we're going to do this. This is what we're going to do. So I guess I don't think we ever saw any real results from our music until the last year or two, just with the record deal and everything. But the the idea that we could make it was always there. So we just kept pushing for it. All right. And tell, who, who did you get signed with? Who's the... Uh, it's an indie label out of South Carolina called Tremulant Records. Back in February of last year, we recorded a single. We'd saved a saved a little bit of money and we were like, okay, we, it's about time we put out a single. And uh, the producer called us a, about a month later and he says, hey, uh, can you guys come down to the studio and talk to me for a bit? And I'm thinking, oh, crap, what did we do now? But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, did we like violate some sort of copyright I've never said agreement that ever to any of my... Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he called us back in the studio and he's like, hey, do you guys want to be signed to Buddy of Mine's label in, uh, out of South Carolina and we'll do a couple albums for you? And we thought, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. And so here we are. Yeah, that's not like hard to think about. Yeah, no, I mean, I... <laughs> We, I don't think we, they kind of went over some of the details, but when I heard the word record deal, I was like, okay, I'm on board with this. No. Yeah, kind of like Speedy Gonzalez down there. They can watch your, you know, dust <laughs> yeah. flying all the way down. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> so the next track that we're going to hear from you is called Mystery Girl. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, at the time, it was me, Brett, Alex, and our old bassist. We were at, I think, at Old Chicago. It was a pizza restaurant in our town. And this waitress came up, and our drummer was like, oh, yeah, okay. Just, we started talking and thought, you know, it'd be funny to write a song about this very moment right here. And so we started basing the idea of a mystery girl on this waitress that we'd never really ever get to know. And so, you know, we went home and we wrote all the words to that. And over time, it became weirdly one of the most popular songs that we have. I mean, everybody wants to hear Mystery Girl, and I thought that'd be the... <laughs> I honestly thought that'd be our worst song, just because it seemed so cheesy at the time, but... He, he didn't get yeah, our no. digits? I, I, we did not, oh, I know. Oh, come <laughs> on! Alright, l- l- wow. l- let me explain so the this... easiest way to do this. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna help you guys out. So what you do is the guy who wants the number, you get a different guy, and you go, my buddy bet me that I couldn't get your number, and she'll give you the number. Trust me, it works. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, 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 we'll keep in touch with that. I'll let uh-huh. you know how that goes. <laughs> uh-huh. Or you go, my buddy bet me a beer that I couldn't get your number. So just scribble down any seven numbers and uh, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whether the number is real or not yeah, is the, the question. But then now, now you can sit there and you can talk. Not that it yeah, works. That works. Or I've ever done that in Washington, D.C. on M Street. I, you know what? <laughs> yeah, that's what they need. Dating tips from you. Why? <laughs> It worked. I almost got in a fight because of it. Yeah, but, well, yeah. Well, because I took some guy's pen because I had to write the number down. He was mad at me. Listen, this this coming from the guy that got abducted by the Russians. <laughs> well, no, that was a different night. That was in New York. The Russian sailor dude. That's a whole different story. I feel like I, I need to hear this story. Oh, uh, we'll tell you that one on the break. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to hear Mystery Girl by The Rewind, and we'll be right back with the interview. Yeah. 
we're back on the balcony with Joshua Decker all the way from Nebraska, the Rewind. This is actually this is our first Nebraska artist. Yes. It's pretty cool. Oh, hey. Well, I'm glad that we have been able to get on the show and be the first one. The Cornhuskers, right? Is that the big Nebraska oh, yeah. college team? You got it. Yeah, yeah. So let our listeners know, uh, do you guys got any upcoming shows that they can see um, out live? Yeah, um, we're getting up to uh, Omaha a couple of times in the next week or so. Our big one is uh, May 4th at the Keg. We're filming a music video there, and we're trying to get a lot keg? of people Wait, out Keg? Wait, Keg? Keg? Like in... Keg? Oh yeah, like K E G Keg. Yeah, Ooh. it's a bar here in Lincoln, Nebraska. You you might come down, Andrew. You have a good time. Oh, <laughs> oh sure. He gets invited, uh, but I huh? don't. Uh, oh, you're welcome to come as well, Ann. I just oh, feel like as the, well. some of the stories yeah, as I've well. Heard See, I told Andrew. you he was gonna like me more. <laughs> uh, us musicians were like that. I'll show him how to drink so, yeah, with Russian yeah. sailors. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We'll get on that right away. Do yeah. they have Fleet Week in Nebraska? Probably not. Russian sailors <laughs> in Nebraska? Uh, I don't know of many <laughs> Russian sailors here in Lincoln, but I'll keep an eye out. There you go. If you do, just tell them you, you're you're an American rock star and you want to drink vodka and they'll take care of you. I, I'm definitely going to try that out one of these days. I'm so sorry. That was yeah, me. Ma- but you're like, Josh, you wake up with a dress on or something. and it was- You know, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. See? Being this guy, honest. that's it. We're going there on the Motley Who crow. Oh. The Motley, Motley Who tour. Or tour with uh, with Guy Paul. We got because and Camel Juice and Camel Juice. This will be a good tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, come on, come on to Nebraska. We'll have a good time. All right. So that was the place was called the Kagan. What was the date? It was uh, May fourth. We're okay. filming a music video there. Our for wow. Mystery Girl actually. Oh, excellent. Yeah, and then um then we got a show in Omaha on June twenty eighth that we're pushing. It's with a band called Stone Breed. They're from L A. I've heard They're, of them. Uh, I, yes. Oh, you've heard of yep, Stonebreed? I've heard Stonebreed. Oh, yeah. We're playing with them in, uh, in June 28th at... Uh the American Dream. So yeah, I think tonight they're playing with like Enough's Enough and Bullet yeah. Boys or yep. something. Yeah. Oh, I love Bullet Boys. So yeah, no, that. and the actually the band we're playing with on Fridays also playing with Bullet Boys at some time. I guess we know a lot of people that know Bullet Boys. Yeah, they've been. They I opened for them. Oh my God, years ago. Um, oh nice. Yeah, they, cool. they've been touring around forever. They're awesome. They're awesome live. And that guy can still hit those. St- Stupid notes that he always hits. Oh, yeah, forever. Mark Torino. Yep. What was this? Hard as a Rock. Is that them? Hard as a Rock and then Smooth Up In You. Smooth Up In You. <laughs> One of my favorite songs. Yeah, no, those guys are cool. I, 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 I love playing with bands like that because they always have the best stories and they're the coolest dudes to hang out with. Yeah, that's when so. that's when rock and roll was debauchery. Oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Like the days of CBGBs. So yeah, where, right? So where do you see your band in five years? What's your goal? That I have well, enough bail money we, for them. Well, hopefully not in jail, that's for sure. But um, hopefully within the next year or so, we'll be regularly touring. And, you know, we have a lot of big ideas of where we want to be. Uh, we're really tr- pushing hard to get music and film right now, actually. We got a couple of indie films that have used our songs, and we're trying to expand our networking opportunities there. So music licensing is a big thing, but definitely we want to be touring all around the country within five years because right now we're stuck kind of in the midwest just financially but yeah hopefully we can get out to places like california hey, come out to jersey you got a place you can crash you can you guys all right, right in the studio I'll, for we'll free. take you up on that absolutely you know and i just want to say this and i want all, all of our listeners to hear this i'm really impressed with you guys about your business sense and business savvy and you're all in your early 20s not many bands or artists take the time out to do that and uh as you know, and maybe others don't, this is a nasty mofo business. And if you don't know yeah. what you're doing, you're going to get your ass handed. So the fact yeah. that you guys are really on top of this, I, I really want to give you yeah, guys kudos, kudos to that. Kudos. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, well I, I appreciate that. And we've been fortunate enough to have a lot of people. Because a lot of the bands we've played with, our style, we fit with bands that have been around for 20 or 30 years. So they really kind of took us under their wing and taught us, oh, these are the things you definitely don't do and avoid these type of situations. So, you know, it's great talking with those guys and actually getting perspective from them as opposed to just being out on our own and screwing up left and right well, hoping the fact that we is you guys something. listen that's the difference you're not walking uh, out yeah. there, oh we freaking know everything no if you listen you're gonna learn especially you know if people are still out there touring for 20 25 years and they're still filling clubs they obviously know what the hell they're doing so learn from them. You don't have to reinvent the yeah, damn yeah. wheel. Yeah, no, and it's not that I think I know everything. It's that I, I'm aware that I know nothing. So I'm definitely uh, more than happy to take advice from anybody that's been around longer than I have. Okay, and tell our, tell our listeners what the name of your album is. And it's called, uh, music. yeah, our album's called Casting Shadows. And uh, we're, it's on iTunes and uh, Apple Music and Google Play. We're really pushing Spotify right now because we actually, a uh, college campus in uh, Missouri found us on Spotify and asked us to play a festival there. So we're really trying to expand our reach on Spotify 
And uh, yeah, our website is therewindband.com. You can just you can find all of our bio pictures of us. We're I guess we're starting a blog now, which is interesting. But <laughs> and, and I, I gotta say, you're cutie patooties too. Oh my god! Oh, well, thank you. So sweet, Anne. See, <laughs> you're just trying to get that last minute favor in here. Yeah, <laughs> suck. Uh, I'll get you scotch. Don't worry about it. And you know what? I think they'd be a good guy for the Wembley Stadium show. I think oh, they're in. Yeah. You know, let's. In. If you got the hook up there, we'll fly uh, out there. Well, here's the thing. Happen. We've been trying to get this together. We're trying to get 15 million dollars raised. You do have to fly to the show on a pink air. Airplane because we're going to do it in October, right? Breast for Cancer breast Month. Can- and then the other big thing is you have to come up with an ingenious way to get into the stadium for the show. Like, we've got someone parachuting in riding a unicorn. Um, the other guys are bungee jumping from the pink helicopter. What was the other? Oh, the water slide? Well, who did the water slide? Yeah, somebody's having a... Uh, I don't know if it's a... Was that... Ca- no, not Camel. The other guys. It wasn't guys. an electric cake salad, was it? Yeah, that's an electric cake salad. But yeah, we our, our goal is to rent out Wembley Stadium and throw an indie... Uh, Music thing. We're asking Zuckerberg for 15 mil. He hasn't answered my call yet, but hey, we're going he's for it. He's been busy with Congress. Yeah, yeah I think Congress. he's got some stuff going on. Son of a beehive. <laughs> so, if you know anyone's got an extra 15 mil, uh, we got the show planned. So, all right, I'll, but I'll you, start you know asking what? Around. You are officially on on the on the uh, the bill now. Yep. All right, we we officially accept. <laughs> Look at this. It's done. this is getting big. Come on, Zucky. <laughs> all right. So, why don't you tell the listeners about uh, your last song, Daydream, that we're going to go out with? Uh, well, this one was one that I I had the riff for years, but I could never figure out where to go with it. And one day our guitarist was just jamming with me and he says, oh, what's that? That sounds very uh, Gin Blossoms-y. I'm like, oh, this little thing. So we threw it together in an afternoon and it became one of those songs that I, I, I enjoy listening to it just because it's laid back and it's more mellow. And a lot of people do tell us that it sounds kind of like Rush. Like a, like Tracy Guns from L.A. Guns told me he thought we sounded like Rush, and I, I don't I get where he's going with that, but I never you know consciously applied their music model to what we were writing. So I mean, it's in the eye of the beholder, I suppose. But hey, yeah, it's definitely one of Rush is not a bad. Oh yeah, no, definitely. If they I, said I Millie Vanilli, I'd be like, yeah, dude, that really sucks. But you know, <laughs> Rush is good. Oh yeah, Rush, and you said Boston was the other one. Yeah, you heard? I, I heard Boston. The guitar tone reminds me a little bit about Boston for some reason. No, yeah, now I, that your one, your voice I can was hear. Rush to me. Yeah, and I grew okay. up. That's when I grew up. You know, like that was one of the bands that I listened to. Was yeah, she listened to Rush and then the uh, Zeppelin, Aerosmith, all of the ones you mentioned. Ooh, yeah, yeah. No, I had more like Tom Petty, Head East in mind with that song. I know Head East too. One of my <laughs> nice. bands. Oh yeah, I love them. I God, what is that? Getting Lucky. I love that album. Flat as a pancake. There you go. That's a good one too. I saw them open for Alice Cooper in uh, oh, a wow. couple years ago. Yeah, this is great. Those guys sound good. I think it's only one original member, but yeah, no, I, I really like those guys. All right. So any shout outs before uh, before we let you go here? Are you going to unchain the rest of the guys that are in the back room now? No, leave them there. <laughs> you got your folks chained up there? Oh, oh boy, Andrew, what are you doing, man? Uh, sh- I tried to kill our last co-host every week. <laughs> She keeps surviving for some damn reason. Well, you better get you get it better take care of that while you can. I'm good. I like this game. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess I'll just give a shout out to my three bandmates that couldn't be here tonight. I, I love the guys. They're some of my best friends in the entire world. Um, I, and one more shout out to Chris Stefan and Eric Medley at our label for actually believing in us and letting us do some of the things we do. And then uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out to my girlfriend, Alice Sansonetti, just because I love her to death and she's been completely supportive. Oh, you sap. Yeah, I know, I know. You I know, are geez. not a rock star. <laughs> Oh, no, it looks like I lost Andrew. Sorry. And you're my new favorite. Ah! <laughs> Great. Now I got to yes! deal with the three chicks in the room going, oh, he's so cute. He called out his girlfriend. I love him. <laughs> oh, dude, we had it until that. He's out of the tour. That's it. No, he's not. Oh, sure. Great. Now I got to argue with these three the rest of the night. <laughs> we keep him on his toes. Yeah, they do. To yeah, they do. No, that's awesome. Girlfriends are like, they're cool. Especially, yeah, no, she, I, especially yeah, the more the great. merrier, you know? That's how you got to do it, right? Uh, there you go. <laughs> no? You know what? Maybe that's your model, Andrew. <laughs> no, <laughs> trust me. No, absolutely not. No, my, I know his my, wife. My, my wife's maiden name is Vitiglio. No. Yeah, no. I, 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 she's got cement shoes already made for me. Absolutely not. He would be like, you know, like, I don't know, if there's a deepest part of the ocean, that's where his and, ass is. And Papa John Vitiglio <laughs> used to own a construction company on Long Island. Man, so, yeah, I'd be I feel it. like I really stirred some stuff up here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nothing that hasn't been stirred already. <laughs> I stir stuff up. She just looks at me and she's like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> and I usually do. So, all right. 
Stop! What? He's cool. I know he's cool, but stop! Stop what? All right. Listen, everybody, go to the rewind.com. The rewind band.com. Check out their music. Buy their... Check out the cute boys. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because they're cutie patooties. They're hot. They're rock stars. And they're Hell yeah. It. See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sending some Russian sailors in Nebraska to take care of these boys. <laughs> Bring it on, man. Bring it on. <laughs> so seriously, Joshua, thank you so much for being a part of the balcony. I wish you much and continued yes, success. Yes, absolutely, man. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having us on. It, and seriously, really if you come out and play that. the East Coast, you got a place to stay. Don't even worry about it. I'm not All kidding. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll add you on Facebook here in a little bit. And, and let go. us know because we have some connections with some of the places out here. We can get you a gig or two. So um, Perfect, yeah. I absolutely appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. Keep in touch. I'm sure you and Andrew will exchange. Yeah, we're going to be talking. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, talking we'll, we'll these, talk. To these fellers. Bromance. That's what I'm doing, <laughs> creating bromances for him all over. Well, he's already got a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sure she'll understand. She'll have to. Duh. No, then we'll get the you're seeing Andrew again. <laughs> I don't have that much bail money. Let let the poor go. Let the poor boy go. <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> I like you too, Andrew. Oh yeah, there we go. Rock and roll, baby. <laughs> All right, so this is Daydream by the Rewind. Thanks again, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Is that daydream?
joining us on the balcony up next, I'm going to throw it over to our spotlight host, Emily Noel. Throw you over the damn balcony. Hey, everyone. This is Emily Noel. And tonight on Spotlight, I have Essie on the phone. Hi, Essie. Hi. How you doing? Very good. So you just released your first single, To the Moon. And I am over the moon about this song. So do you want to <laughs> um, tell our listeners a little bit about it, the concept behind it? Absolutely. Uh, so it's kind of a uh, romantic story in the sense that uh, I was up one night very late and I was watching the moon. And for some reason, it was really red and like oddly placed in the sky. And I thought, you know, it'd be really cool to write a song to the moon. Like, why not? And I kind of put in some things that were going on in my life at the same time and worked out well together and I really enjoyed uh, writing it and I liked the concept of it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that was kind of how it started, the concept. I love that. You know, so often I, you know, if I can't sleep at night, I always look at the moon. So that's really cool that you had that concept. I love it. <laughs> so this song is now available. Where can we um, find it? It'll be, uh, it's available on iTunes. It's available on Spotify as well. So those are the two big platforms that you'll be able to find it. Awesome. And where can we stay connected with you on social media? Yeah, so I have a Facebook page. Um, it's under my artist's name. Uh, that's the main area that you can find me. Also, my producer, Jake, has a uh, website and uh, airs other artists as well. So you can find me there as well. Excellent. Uh, and what can we expect coming out from you next? Um, are you working on more music or an album? Um, what can we expect coming out? Yeah, so the next step is uh, we've been working on an album for past few months. This song will be part of that album. Um, it's going to be available in May. And uh, yeah, uh, but this, this is kind of a taste into a, a bigger picture. Fantastic. Well, I can't wait to hear the rest of it. And you'll definitely have to um, let us know when it's available and we'll I'll bring you back on. So, Essie, thank you so much for joining me. And this is her song, To the Moon.
what? <laughs> Chucking your ass over the balcony for uh, real. I'm not afraid of you. Between the dumb pot mice. Oh, come on. The pot mice are the best. <sighs> I can just imagine them, like, sitting around, you know? Hey, yeah. They're, what, do, what do mice eat when they got the munchies? Jeez. <laughs> Hanging. <laughs> Like, You're gonna be hanging <laughs> off the balcony by your neck. Oh, uh, so, anyways, I want to say that uh, the balcony is proudly produced by. Not the anymore. <laughs> I don't, I'm not proud. No way. Uh, this ain't proud, Mary Churning. Now I'm trying to be nice. It's proudly produced by Midnight Studios by the one and only my co-host Andrew Chervak. So mm-hmm. for all of your mm-hmm. production needs, check out his Facebook page. And his website. Yeah. Please do. So yeah. with that, uh, we're going to go out tonight with our final song. With Mickey song Bag of Donuts. <laughs> from Camel Juice. And couldn't be a better song. Oh, my God. Sister Mary, uh, say goodnight, Andrew. Oh, just get out of here. All right. Good night, everybody. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>